Hey friend, what's up? Welcome to the Balance with Sam podcast. It's me, Sam, a former nine to fiver turned entrepreneur. I am a fat loss and mindset coach, the creator of Fit and Free, a 60 day mind body transformation program and soon to be monthly membership, the co-author of Balanced Eats Cookbook and a co-host of the Decades of Strength podcast with three other beautiful women. My greatest passion is helping you see how powerful and badass you truly are. I'm here speaking to you today to remind you that whatever you desire and dream of can be yours. I know it's possible for you because I did it for myself and I do it for all of my clients every day. And you guys, we are all the same. We are all scared to step into the unfamiliar and unknown. But hey, guess what? Everything we want is on the other side of fear. How else do you think I quit my secure nine to five job, left corporate America, built my coaching business up from zero dollars, actually $150,000 worth of student debt, lost 30 pounds and changed my entire physique. I had to take so many leaps into the scary and unknown, but I trusted in myself and believed it was possible. And now I have it. If you want my secrets on how to successfully create your dream body in life and how to start grabbing life by the freaking horn so you can show up as your most authentic badass self, you're in the right place. I am so excited that you're here listening. And if you love this podcast, please head over to the iTunes store to rate and review. You guys are the heartbeat of the podcast. And the more that you share it with your friends, the more I can help empower you and the world. I love you guys so much. Thank you for your support and for taking time out of your day to tune in and listen. All right, let's dive into the episode now. Hello, everyone. So today I have a very, very special guest. She has similar DNA to me and she also birthed me. I have my mom on the podcast. Hi, mom. Hi, everybody. (laughs) So the reason why I wanted to have her on is because we had a really great conversation earlier today and uh, I stopped her mid-conversation because I was like, wait a second, we need to put this on a podcast. I need to get this message out into the world because it's super fucking important and people need to hear it and people need to see where this excitement that I have comes from. Um, So um, mom, why don't you introduce yourself, say your name, what you do. Uh, Just give me like a little baby bio, just like just about you. <laughs> Let the people know. Yeah. Okay. My name is Eileen Altieri. I live in Lakeville, Massachusetts. I have this wonderful daughter who has like so many big dreams, <laughs> um, which is awesome. Um, I have a business that I run, Divine Consign and Boutique. Um, I'm married and I have another daughter who's just beautiful as well. And I have two furry goldens. So what else can I say? I, <laughs> that's all of it in a nutshell. Amazing. Um, yeah. So my mom is fucking awesome. Let's just say that. <laughs> um, and nice now. I, I know. They're, sorry, I'm going to swear, mom. Um, the, reason, <laughs> <laughs> the reason why I wanted to have you on the podcast is because we had this really great conversation earlier and for everyone listening, anytime I launch something or I do something new or I'm going to go somewhere or 
talk to someone or do something, I kind of always just like by default call her and talk to her. And that's like our, and whenever something happens to her, we always talk. So it's just like my default response. So if you didn't know already, my Fit and Free membership launched today at 10 a.m. And it's been (laughs) fucking amazing. Like almost all hundred spots are filled and I'm blown away. And it hasn't even hit me that it's real yet. Uh, I haven't even really like looked at what's been going on. So I'm super excited to make it real. But after we launched the thing, um, I called my mom and I was like, mom, we did it. It's launched. The internet didn't break. Like, oh my God. And so I said, what did I say to you? You were like, yeah, I know you would. You were just, you were so like confident in me. What did you say exactly? when I I said, yeah, yep, you did. And that's because you have big dreams. Yeah. No reason why you can't achieve them. Yeah. And she was so like nonchalant about it. And <laughs> I was, I was like, okay, thanks mom. <laughs> and, um, and it's, I think that's a running theme in our relationship is like, I'll do something that may be big in my, in my head. And so I'll be like, mom, mom. And she'd be like, that's great. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it is great. <laughs> <laughs> because I know that you're capable. You are so capable. Everybody is capable as long as they have the drive and the determination and just the effort that they want to put into it. Yeah. So, so yeah, you can, you can hear that in your voice, the way that you talk about me, the way you talk about other people. And so it got me thinking um, when I had called her, the reason why I called my mom is to, to tell her what happened and to say it went well and it was awesome. And I was so excited, but also to thank her um, because she doesn't know, or she didn't until earlier this afternoon, maybe she didn't know the amount of impact and magnitude that her uh the way that she brought me up and the way that she taught me to think growing up actually has led me to the place I'm at today so growing up like mom you always were like you know just pushing me to and telling me that I could do whatever I wanted to do like you gave me that book um all the places you'll go by Dr. Seuss yeah and I remember thinking like oh shit like I want to go here with Dr. Seuss like you know you know like I want to do all these things and I did truly believe that I could do anything that I wanted to do in some way I would have to get creative I'm sure um so I wanted to talk about that concept of having belief and faith in yourself that you can do the things you set out to do no matter how hard they are it may be in different timing it may not be in the way that you planned but eventually you will get to achieve the things you want um so mom what it what was the the little story that we had talked about earlier um so you said something to me that i realized (laughs) and so my mom was amazing (laughs) and you couldn't believe it yeah yeah she so tell tell everyone what you used to tell me growing up and kind of the story that we had in the house yeah because I mean as a child most kids think I can't do this I can't I'm not good at it I can't do it and they get upset and start crying or whatever and I would in both you me and your dad would say to you all the time There are no can'ts in this house. If you want to do something, you can do it. But if you've already decided you can't do it, you won't do it. You just can't do it because you've already told your mind that you can't do it. And your mind doesn't know truth from false. 
you know? So if you tell yourself you can do it, you can do it. It's like the little engine that could. <laughs> Seriously. So you are the little engine that could. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And I think I didn't even realize that that was running in the background in my head, you know, until you yes. said that. We used to say it all the time to you because you would do things or your sister would do something and we would just look because you'd get so frustrated and whatever. And I'd say, don't ever say you can't do something because your mind can't distinguish between true and false. So if you tell yourself you can't, you can't. You've already made up your mind that you can't. And you would just look at me like, oh. <laughs> I do. I remember looking at you like, mom, shut up. Yeah, you're so lame. Yeah. <laughs> you're so lame, mom. <laughs> lame side. But where where did you get that belief? Um honestly, I don't know. I think just I think just in life reading a lot of books. I've always read a lot and a lot of self-help books. I've gone to a lot of business conferences. Um, motivational speakers, and a lot of them have impacted my life, telling me that if you truly believe in something and you want it, there is no reason why you can't get it. It's just a matter of believing in yourself, having faith, and doing the work, because that is the only way you can make it happen. If, but if you tell yourself, oh, I can't do it, I'm so tired, I can't do it, well, you know, I'm pretty old. Like I'm way older than you. And <laughs> I'm on my feet all day. He's not old. <laughs> way old. <laughs> but you know, I'm on my feet all day and there are some days I'm like, oh my gosh. But then I say to myself, you know what, Eileen? You can do it. You can do it. And it's it's it amazes me the things that I can do at my age because I've decided to. So there's no reason someone at your age couldn't do even more because you're so much younger and you have more energy and more um, determination and more life ahead of you than I do. So, yeah. So there. So there. <laughs> <laughs> now she's being sassy. That's where I get my sass from. Yeah. So would you talk to everyone a little bit about maybe your perspective of me as I went through middle school, high school now, and like that conversation we had earlier, I had told my mom that, you know, for every, for you guys that have listened to past episodes, I've shared how I never felt like good enough. And I always sought out validation and from, from my mom and dad, mostly from my dad, from wanting to be good enough and like meet his standards of perfection and stuff like that. And never feeling like I could do that. Like there, it just wasn't ever good enough. And I remember specifically texting you, mom, one day and being like, why do you believe in me? And I was so confused as to like why I would ever have the trust in me from you. And you, I remember your response. Like, what, what, what did you even say to me? Uh, yeah, you know, that was a while ago. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but honestly, I, I don't recall exactly what I said, to be perfectly honest, but I'm sure what I did say was, you know, there's no reason why you can't do what you are doubting yourself. Why do, why do you have self-doubt? Like, I truly believe in everything that you could possibly do. 
And if you want to do it, you will do it. So, I mean, growing up, I, I, we never held anything back from you. If you told me you were going to go and, you know, jump out of airplanes for a living, I would have encouraged you if that was your passion, because I truly believe that what you have a passion for is in your heart. And sometimes we do things like work wise or whatever, that really isn't, you're not, it's not really your passion. So it's considered your job. It's not really your like your passion. It, it's a job. Yeah. It's not your purpose. So you go through the motions of going to work, but it's not your passion. So that being said, for me, I love what I do and I don't feel that it's work, even Tell though I'm at the end of the day. Um, I own a boutique in Lakeville and it's, um, it's, it's basically um, a consignment shop, um, a brand new boutique with new apparel and a gift shop. So we're kind of like three things in one, three shops in one. So trying to get the word out when I bought the shop about six years ago, six and a half years ago, um, it was just a consignment shop, but it was always called Divine Consignment Boutique. So that being said, I wanted to make it a boutique as well because it was already in the name and it should have been a boutique. It just never got there. So, you know, five, six and a half years later, we're now a full-fledged boutique. We've expanded our gift line into like tons of gifts, candles, soaps, all kinds of things so that we're really truly a gift shop. And then we do have the consignment end of it. So we literally have something for everyone from soup to nuts. I mean, cards, you know, gift wrap, everything. So someone could come in for themselves. They can come in for a gift. They can come in, you know, for whatever they might be looking for. Um, but that took a lot of work and a lot of determination. And that was something that I, I guess I've always wanted to do, but I didn't know if I could do it. So when I started working for someone else who owned the consignment shop and she told me she was thinking about selling it, she was going through things in her life and she didn't think she could keep it. Um, I just decided, you know what, this could work. And she said, Eileen, I really think I built it for you. And we didn't even know each other originally. That's another whole story. But she said, you have the passion for this and I see it in you. And I thought about that and I was like, you're right. I do have the passion for this. So six and a half years later, every day I ask myself, do I still have the passion for this? And I'm like, yes, I do. It's not work. It's not, I'm not like dreading having to go to my job. I mm -hmm. actually love what I do. I go in, I help ladies. And it's funny because I'm a big color person. Like I'm a big textile person. So I always wanted to do something with textiles because I love to knit and I, you know, I like to crochet and I like to sew and I quilt, I do all kinds of things like that, but I never knew how to put all that together. Well, now I kind of have, because I actually take those things that were my passion and now I've put them together and I help ladies pick out outfits. It sounds ridiculous. It sounds like, how easy is that? It is easy for me, but when I see women that come in and they have no idea how to put an outfit together, color-wise, that's my favorite part of my day is taking things and showing people how they can put them together and create this awesome look 
for them with their color because I did colors as well so I can color code people so I know what colors are best on them and whatever so all of that in a, in a nutshell they walk out of there and they're pumped because they know they're going to look their best and I've had so many people come back to me and say I wore that outfit that I bought at your shop whether it's consigned or new it doesn't really matter um but I wore it to this event, blah, blah, blah. And I got so many compliments. And I'm like, yay! I'm so excited for them. Because it's not about me. It's about making them feel their best. And yes. that's really what it's about. Yeah. You know? That's, we both what, get to do that. Right. We want a other person to be their best. And so that's how I, I get excited. Because I'm like, I'm so happy. You're happy. Yay! You know? <laughs> so there's that yeah and I think what I'm hearing you say too is like the power of saying the words like I believe in you or I have faith in you right because like that old owner didn't tell you Eileen like you can do this right Right. would you have even done it you know like would you have planted that seed in your head I don't know I mean it's really strange because I mean, before I even had children, I said, you know, I would love to have, it sounds crazy, but I would love to have some kind of shop where I could do something with fashion or colors or I don't know what. And I really wasn't sure what. And then, you know, and then I thought, well, maybe it could be a consignment shop, but it was like, "Mm, I kind of want to twist on it. I wasn't sure what the twist was supposed to be. And then when I ended up buying the shop and I realized the twist was the boutique end of it and being able to help women, you know, be their best. It was like, Oh my gosh, this is the twist. This is what I really needed. And so that's why I get excited looking at you because I see you making an impact in women's lives and men, you know, not just women, but just an impact in other people's lives because you're doing basically the same thing with something different, you know, you're making people believe, oh my gosh, I can be the very best. Why can't I do it? Why can't I have the very best for me? And it's just for your health and your fitness. So it's awesome. It's awesome to see you grow like that. I I love it. (laughs) Yeah, I think, well, thanks. Um, And I think it's like when, I know in my, in my past, like I've had people that told me that they believed in me, you being one of them. Right. Um, and I've had business mentors that have been like, Sam, I see potential in you that I've never seen in anyone else or, you know, whether they even meant that or not, it actually doesn't matter because what I did with that is used it as basically fuel to put out the doubt fire in my head or the scarcity fire or the scared fire or the, well, but what if I fail fire? It was more like, yeah, but what if I fucking succeed? Like, what if I become the person I want to be? Right. Because right. isn't that way better? Like, then, you know, doing that and then maybe you fail, quote unquote, you mess up, you learn, you keep adjusting and you keep trying, you keep getting better than never even trying in the first That's place. Right. That's exactly you know? right. Yep. And I, I think ultimately, like, that, that theme comes back to me growing up in like at home with you, you know, it's like, there's, there's no can'ts, right. And the power of like, just having faith and belief in yourself and that like everything happens in the right timing. Like, That's exactly right. You know, I, that. 
What? We talked about that earlier. Yeah. Sometimes you get aggravated because your timing in your brain is not God's timing. It's what you think it should be. It's not, it's not really up to you. Yes. Sometimes things line up and they have to be part of God's timing. It has to be the way it's supposed to be. And you're supposed to fail when something is not right for you. Yeah. And we've talked about that too. Sometimes you, you run into, you know, um, what are, what's the right word I want to say? Just um, circumstances like obstacles. happen. Yeah, obstacles, you know, circumstances that happen that you, that you keep saying, why does this keep happening to me? Yeah. Well, sometimes it's because you're not really listening to what you're supposed to be doing. You're not paying attention to all the little things that are being put in front of you to like say, hello, there's yeah. a detour in front of you. Go around it go to something different because that's not what you're supposed to be doing. So, you know, that, I don't know. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that you just need to, you need to find your passion. <laughs> Sorry, I have my golden retrieval look in my face. <laughs> um, I wish you guys could see this video. It's so great. <laughs> um, but you need to find your passion. You need to find out what is it that makes you happy? What makes you happy? Because that's what you need to do. And sometimes you, you have to figure that out. Like that's a hard thing to sometimes figure out. But if you go get up every day and you hate what you do, that's not good. That's no. not good on your mind, your spirit, your soul, or your stomach. Because every day your stomach is going to be like, oh, I don't want to go there. Your head's going to say, I don't want to do that. And it's like, it makes you drag your feet to get out of bed in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. I talk about that so much with my clients that struggle yeah. to get out of bed in the morning because right. they don't want to go into their day because it sucks right. and they don't yeah. like what they do and they're miserable. They may not say that. They're like, oh, it's fine. you know. But they're like, fuck that. I would rather sleep in my bed and not get a paycheck, but I have to serve. I have to pay my rent. Right. You know, right. I gotta live. Exactly. So yeah, I guess do what you have to do. Right. Be right. What it is. Right? right. It's like, I went through that same thing when I was in architecture. It was like, for the beginning, it was exciting. And then it got old real quick. And I soon realized like, this is not what I want to do. And it makes getting out of bed in the morning, I think probably the hardest thing. Exactly. So like finding, I know for me anyways, it was like finding something that I got really good at. Yeah. And then for you, same thing, right? It's like, yeah. you're really good at fashion textiles, like making stuff, creating, you're an artist. And then people come to you and ask you for help on that thing. Right. And basically that is how you find your purpose by right. getting really fucking good at something. When people coming to yeah. ask you for help, sorry, people <laughs> come and ask you for help and then you get even better at it. And then you start helping them. And it's this whole cycle that just keeps building on itself because you keep getting better you keep helping more people and that's ultimately what both of us have done and like for me it doesn't even seem like I had a nine to five before this because this just feels so right like I get to fucking help women every day it's amazing like I get to help <laughs> people awesome. that were doing the thing that I was doing for so long which was like falling off tracks, yeah. bucket, like sabotaging, eating my feelings, like drinking my feelings, like all those things. And now I get to help people through that. And like, I don't yeah. know, it's when you find that thing 
which everyone listening, you will find that thing, especially if you are in the fit and free membership. That is part of this is finding your purpose. And we're going to help you find your purpose, find your happy, make it not so fucking dreadful to get out of bed in the morning. Um, you know, imagine in the winter time trying to get out of the bed in the morning, like, Oh right. God, you know? Yeah, so you hate what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Not fun. But I think it's the power of, um, belief in yourself is number one. Like, I think I, I kind of forgot about that, you know, like how powerful it is when someone tells you, I believe in you and you're like, oh shit, do do I believe in me? And half the time it's, the answer is no. Right. Well, we have a lot of self-doubt, period. Self-doubt is a killer. If you keep doubting yourself and you keep saying, oh gosh, like I said, I can't, I can't, I can't, you can't do that. Like that is a definite can't. Don't do that. It's just not good for your brain to tell yourself because yourself, your brain can't distinguish between what's false and what's truth. But if you continually hear that you are, you know, a slouch, I can't work hard enough, I'm not good enough, I can't do it fast enough, I'm not going to succeed. And if you just keep hearing that and hearing that, you need to stop that. Like that cycle is bad for you. So bad. Mm-hmm. I saw a, a, one of the business meetings I went to, I saw a motivational speaker. Love, love, love this man. He was, um, I knew you were going to ask me that and I just like drawn a blank, but it'll come to me. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, but this man was told when he was a young boy in school, that he was basically, I, and I hate to say this word because I hate this word, retarded. He was told that. You're retarded. You can never learn. You're a horrible student. You're never going to do anything with your life. And he was told that over and over and over again. And his mother, he, he was, his mom it was a single mom. He lived in a very, very poor area of Chicago, I believe. And he he just had everything basically against him. Very poor household. It was a single mom. Um, and he was told this. So going through school, he had difficulty. What he found out later on in life is that he was dyslexic. So he, that's why he had such a hard time learning because he kept transposing letters and numbers and everything. So he was struggling because of, you know, a simple thing as that. But back then it wasn't, it wasn't like addressed. So um, he was told that over and over and over again. So as he, as he, you know, went through school, he, he was just kept being told that he was never going to be able to do anything with his life. He got out of school. He did graduate barely, but when he did, he found out, guess what? That's, that's your opinion of me. Mm-hmm. That's not my opinion of me. Mm-hmm. I can do great things. I just have to decide I want to do great things. So he started doing positivity things and doing things that were going to make him um, believe in himself, you know, trying to do things that would put a positive impact on his life, read books that uplifted him, um, hung around with people that would um, just bring positivity in his life and believed in him. And his mother was his main um, cheerleader. And so he just kept doing that and doing that and doing that. And the next thing you know, this, this guy has written books. Um, 
He's like a motivational speaker. I don't know if he does that anymore, but back when I saw him, he was, and he was just on fire. When I tell you, he was one of the most sought out uh, motivational speakers. My husband and I both saw him and we were just like, wow, wow. And I still can't think of his name. I'm, it's going to come to me. And if I think of it, I'll, I'll tell you, but um, just wonderful. So when you see things like that and you see how somebody basically knocked the wind out of him and told him that he would never amount to anything, you know, when you're a young boy or girl and you're told that, you know, that will make a huge impact in your life. So, you know, that's why, um, honestly, you just, you cannot tell a child that ever, ever, even if in your heart, you think, oh my gosh, this child isn't getting it. Never, ever voice those words to them because they will never understand that that is not truth. If they hear it, once they hear it, their brain is going to remember that and tell them that's truth. Yeah. So you just have to always know that you have to encourage those children. You got to encourage them, whether it's, you know, little babies, toddlers, you know, pre-adolescent, high school, everyone, college, even this little nugget that I'm looking at on the computer, <laughs> you know, you just have to constantly encourage because, <laughs> because, you know, I mean, even today, you know, my husband says things to me that sometimes I'm doubting myself and he'll look at me and he'll like, come on now, come on now, you got this. And I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> so, you know, we all need it. That's all I'm saying. We all need it. We all need encouragement. We all need yeah. people to believe in us. For sure. I think, and I think honestly, that is, I was thinking about it today after the launch, I was so excited. And um, I realized like, I'm just everyone's cheerleader. Like I just believe in all of my clients that I work with one-on-one. I believe in all these women that are part of this membership. It's like, and I believe in all the people I haven't even met yet that don't feel capable or good enough to do the thing they want to do or to achieve the thing they want to achieve because I did it. So I know that it's possible. Like I'm not special in that. Like it's just a matter of understanding the story you're currently telling yourself. Like what's the dialogue in your head? Who fucked you up when you were a little kid, right? Like where did you not receive the love from a certain parent or maybe something, a teacher or a peer, someone said something, you've been putting that shit in your subconscious and now you're operating from that place. That's right. 95% of our thoughts in our head are subconscious. And so if you don't address those stories, you're going to be living your life on autopilot thinking you're not good enough the whole time, trying to prove to yourself, getting the validation, people pleaser, don't want to speak up. I mean, God, that was my entire life. And not, not because what those people said, they didn't say that in malice or hatred. It was just a passing by comment, right? But my ego took it as, oh my God, not good enough. Right. That's true. That's so, what I'm trying to say. So somebody says something to you, your subconscious thinks of it as truth. Yeah. And you words are gotta just kick that yeah. shit out. Sorry. <laughs> words are powerful, guys. That's what we're trying to tell you is that yes. whether you tell someone something, whether you tell someone, tell something to yourself, whether you hear something, that shit is imprinted. Absolutely. Unless you address it. And that's part of this whole like healing journey is being aware of the things that have been told to you that aren't truth and deciding, yeah. like my mom said, deciding one day that that is not the truth and that you're going to move forward from every day on choosing 
to make up your new new story. Right. You know, like you have that choice every minute of every day. Whether you choose to take it, that's on you. Right? right. But like you have the power to change your direction. You have the power to change who you are. I mean, at any time, you are never trapped. You are not a victim. You are in control of your life. Right. And I mean, that's the message I want to tell the world, which I know I will. I know that I'm going to speak to hundreds of thousands of people in my life. Oh, yes. You're going to be definitely my motivational speaker. Yeah, I know, I, I know I'll be on stage. I, I know I'll be it. dancing. Like, it's going to be fucking <laughs> <laughs> I have a vision. <laughs> but I only have that vision because you helped me believe in it. Because without it, my self-doubt, my scarcity, uh, my feelings of not good enough would have totally taken over. I would have stayed in nine to five that I wasn't happy with. Felt like, well, this is it for me. Eat my way into obesity, probably. And, you know, died in earlier life. And as morbid as that sounds, it's yeah, it does. Of it, but it's it is. It's like I want people to know how powerful, like how I guess how, everything's connected. Yes, and how important it is to like take control now before it's too late. Like right. do it now. Do it when you're in your twenties. Do it when you're in your thirties. When you're in your forties. When you're in your fifties. When you're in your sixties. Don't try to do it when you're on your deathbed, people. Right? It's right. like. So many people get to their deathbed and regret. And that's just like the, my biggest fear. I don't want to regret a single fucking thing. I don't want to regret anything. I want to do and be everything I want to be and do. <laughs> right. And you should. You absolutely should. Yeah. You have a whole life ahead of you. So right. as we all do. So you have to make the best of the moments we have here on earth. And that's, that's amazing. I love it. Yeah. Oh, mom, this has been so good. I right, just- I wanted to get you on the call because, well, my audience, God, they deserve to meet you a little bit. Jeez. You're <laughs> oh the woman God. that birthed me. Um, oh you know me the most intimately. Or actually, <laughs> the other way around. And nice. Um, but yeah, I think, I just want to say thank you, mom. I love you. And uh, we would not have been able to release a membership today without your support. Um, and just all of the, all the stories you've told me growing up and beliefs in me. So giving yes. you a big hug. I love you. And I love you too. For everyone listening, if you had three um, words of wisdom, three little tidbits, snippets to take away, what would you share with the audience? Okay. Believe in yourself. Don't listen to that voice in your head that says you can't. And you can do anything you want if you decide to put forth the effort. I love it. There you go. Boom. Love you, honey. I love you too. All right, everyone. (laughs) Thanks, Mom. Bye. Bye. All righty, everyone. That wraps up the episode with my mom. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I just wanted to give you a little bit of insight into the beliefs I've had growing up. And it's funny because as we were talking, I didn't even realize some of these things that have just been subconsciously imprinted in my mind. Um, I really didn't even realize the impact that my mom, most importantly, I think my mom, but both my parents have had on my life and my beliefs. And it just goes to show you the power of what is possible for you when you have positivity in your life. I remember I used to like, just be super annoyed at my mom for being really positive. I'd be like, mom, shut up. Like life's not that great. And she'd be like, okay, whatever. And deep down, she's probably like one day you'll be appreciative. And you know, that day has come and it's here. And, um, 
it's it's just a testament to the power of words and the power of language and the things that you tell yourself you guys like when you tell yourself that you can do something you may not believe it at first right but if you keep saying it eventually you'll start believing it i promise you just about 6 months ago i had a lot of beliefs about myself um and i've shared these on the internet and on previous podcasts and I started creating affirmations, like I am becoming a woman who, and even a year ago before I met my boyfriend, I remember there was one, spe- one specific thing I said, which was, I am becoming a woman who's open to love. And that was really hard for me because like, I didn't want to be, but I knew I, I knew I needed to be. So I started saying that I started saying that, and then I started believing it. And I was like, fuck yeah, I deserve a boyfriend. Like I deserve someone that loves me and treats me like a freaking princess. And well, now I have an amazing dude in my life who he's the fucking tits. I mean, that's not usually how you talk about your boyfriend, but he is, and he knows it. Like he is my biggest fan. He loves the shit out of me. I'm I'm such a crazy, like you guys know I'm crazy. And like he deals with me and puts up with me and still and loves me for it. And so all I'm saying is like, you have to remember how powerful you are and how important self-belief is because I love all you guys. I believe in all of you. I believe in all of my clients. I believe in fucking everyone out there. I just know that there's so much potential trapped in you that's just dying to get the fuck out. But that little inner child of you is just like scared to do it. You know, like you're doubtful, you're scared. And so that's my goal is to help you break through that. And, you know, if you didn't hear earlier, that's why Sarah and I released the Fit and Free membership. It launched today or Thursday, Wednesday. God, what day is it? Wednesday, November 20th at... 10 a.m. and we only have 100 spots and they're filling up. I don't actually don't even know if we have any spots left. That's how fucking amazing this community is going to be. And I am so excited if you have not claimed your spot and there's still spots available, which there may be, um, then get the fuck in there. It's $28 a month, less than a dollar a day. You get access to us. And the other amazing thing about it is we're going to help you break through binge eating, binge drinking, just feeling like trash all the time, get you out of the cycle, get you on track, stop saying fuck it. You know, like we gotta, we don't have time for that. We have to live our damn lives. You do not want to get to your deathbed feeling like, wow, I wish I lived while I was alive. Like, no, girl, you are meant for big fucking things. And I just want to shake you through this speaker right now because once you can start to believe that your actions are going to follow suit, you know, you do what the mind tells you. And so I just want to remind you of your own power. So if you're not in the fit and free membership, go to fit and free for life.com fit and free for life.com sound like Black or one of those crazy commercials. Um, and get yourself in there girl, because you deserve to less than a dollar a day. Like that's the candy bar that you buy at the vetting machine because you feel sad. Use that dollar to benefit your health and have the endless support of me, your biggest fucking cheerleader. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to stop now. Um, I love you. I support you. I appreciate you. Thank you for listening. And if you have any questions or you want to get in touch, you know where to find me. Instagram at salty lifts or my website, www.balancewithsam.com or head over to fitandfreeforlife.com for the membership. I love you all. I will see you soon and have an amazing rest of your night.